the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, Hour 360-2508-0960. Hal, Rob, Mike, Antonio, don't go away. We will get to you. There's another Mike in Phoenix. He's head of the end line here. Mike in Phoenix, welcome. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Not too bad. I don't know how many liberal callers you get, um, but I... When, when at moments like this, I like to go on the conservative talk radio and find out what what everyone's thinking. And I um, was listening and, and sort of felt compelled to call and talk to you. I hope that's OK. Why wouldn't it be? OK. Um, <laughs> well, I'm um, I'm waiting for the outrage from people about storming the Capitol. I'm watching what's happening and it's. It's crazy. And and I'm wondering how many people were sitting and watching the demonstrations after George Floyd, and rightly so, being very angry at the behavior and sitting in their homes. Um, and they say, hey, we're conservatives. We're law and order people. We we don't we, we like free speech, but we don't want people breaking Have the law. Have you turned on we Fox at them. all today, Mike? Um, no. Okay. If you did, working. you would see... About 10 recognizable Republican elected senators and congressmen with the same outrage over the storming of the Capitol that they had, if not more so, over the Antifa BLM riots. If you had my Twitter feed, which naturally, as you can imagine, follows a lot of conservatives, you would see more outrage today on Twitter than you did during the BLM and Antifa riots. I would throw it to you. And ask, or if you heard my monologue, I don't know if you heard my monologue at the beginning of the show, which I totally redid so as I could address what happened at the Capitol today to denounce it. I will just tell you, I think truly, if you're fair and you're listening to what conservatives and Republicans are saying today, from me to elected members to, you know, journalists to lawyers to lawyers representing Donald Trump like Jackie Pick. Um, and what they wrote today on Twitter about this, it's far stronger than, um, shall we say, Nancy Pelosi's statement about the riots in Baltimore. People will do what people will do. I, far I would stronger. Agree, I would agree with you. But what, what, what concerns me is that those leaders weren't storming the Capitol and those leaders aren't calling into your show. And, and so I'm not sure I follow you. So are people calling in? Are you, is your average caller today or the rest of the day going to say, this is crazy, people have to stop? Or are they going to be saying, well, what else could we do? We lost in court. We had no choice. I don't think I mean, anyone I'm, said either of those things. I, do, I heard a caller earlier. He say said he specifically like he wasn't saying that. You didn't hear him. You, you didn't hear him. He said he specifically was not encouraging violence. Well, but he sort of said, threw his arms up and said, He said, what, what do we what do? We, he didn't say any, and then he right said, we don't do violence. He wants a roadmap. I gave a roadmap. Antonio in Phoenix has a roadmap. I'm going to get to him. I've been working on, I've been talking about roadmaps of what we do for, for, for weeks now. I mean, if you're, if you're satisfied that most people, other than the people that were storming the Capitol, 
on your show think that that's reprehensible and that they have to go through, like you say, joining a board. I'm on a I'm on a school board. I, I guess myself. I'm just missing this point of yours, Mike. You this you are not point. satisfied until my callers denounce what should be common sense. Yes, I well, I, I get it. I, I get denounce it. I mean, I, I'm the principal here. I denounced it in my monologue. I I don't know. I don't know that you know when people are talking about you know. Whatever it is is on their mind. I don't know what more you want. No one is called well, to criticize will, me or condemn me bet, or say I was wrong. I will bet that you got a. I didn't wasn't here for this for for the George Floyd demonstration. I will bet you got a lot of calls from from just the average person that that was just so upset. I don't think I did. I don't think and Bill then, Bill Bill is my producer. He's he's he has a lock steel trap memory. I believe. I don't, you, I don't I think people you. called in on the obvious. I think I addressed okay. it. Here's do me a favor, Mike, because I spent a lot of monologues on this. I put a lot of thought into them. I open every show with them. I spent a lot of monologues on race and riots and law throughout the summer, and um, you can go back; they're all archived, and okay. I think they're pretty darn good. A lot of people said I should turn them into a book. That's just me speaking, but I don't think I got a lot of calls on that saying "at a boy, huzzah." I just don't. I just well, don't. We, we we in the liberal side felt like there was a lot of people that were more incensed about the the looting and the demonstrating than they were about about what caused it. And and I and maybe I'm wrong about that, but I just don't sense today a a, a, a an upswell of uh, a condemnation. Yes, some of the well, you didn't turn did. on Fox. You admitted that, so you wouldn't see right. it. And right. people on this show are calling about you know things that they want to disagree with me on and they aren't disagreeing with me on that okay they didn't well, disagree I, with I, me. and you're I, not following conservatives on twitter who were no i don't no I don't okay so i mean you know you, you kind of got a you kind of got a fish in the water mike if you're gonna catch fish you you, you don't go to the bowling alley okay um i don't know what more to tell you uh, it's 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 there for the picking right now right now I can tell you on, on, on conservative television, you have elected leaders that you would recognize of the Republican Party denouncing it and getting more time denouncing it, by the way, than they got denouncing the Antifa and BLM riots. Getting more time denouncing it today than they got then because the media didn't want to hear it then. They were talking about them being mostly peaceful, mostly peaceful. You know, we also don't know how sustained this is, Mike. Was this a one-off and a terrible thing that happened in one day, or is this going to be, you know, a summer of love, quote-unquote, a, a, you know, a winter of hate, quote-unquote, if you will? I have a feeling it's a one-day, one-off, and it's tragic and horrible and terrible. And that's why I denounced it. It's why I changed my monologue. I woke up in the morning, wrote a monologue, got into the office, and sent Bill. will tell you, how many copies did I receive? I usually send you one. How many did I send you today? I think four. I think it was four, honestly. <laughs> I think it was four. Four versions of it. I redid it four times to address what happened there. So, you know, if it, I, I don't know what to say. Follow the. If you want to know what conservatives think, it's really easy because we're not secretive about it. It's really easy. And it's not just turning in on one day or for one hour. And it's not not following us on Twitter. It's really easy. And I'm going to have another guest on today later in the show who's a big Trump supporter who's been all over Twitter on this denouncing it. Anyway, I, I, I don't know how to describe the color white as white better than that, Mike.
I, I understand the sentiment. Now do CNN. Now do MSNBC. Except you can't because those riots are over. Mike is in Del Mar. Hi, Mike. Hey, Seth. Great to speak to you finally. Um, I've emailed you a few times, and uh, I'm your Jovan Musk guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Which, oh, my God. Maybe, may, fun maybe, fun. maybe the audience needs some clarification because it's not well, too they, often uh, I'm going to want, you know, <laughs> tens and hundreds of thousands uh, of people would... hearing from a guy say, I'm your Jovan Musk guy. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Sorry. It's a little uh, odd. But back in... It was uh, Frank Sinatra's. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking. We were having fun with old school stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know who you are. You said anyway. Yeah, right. It was fun. It was Um, fun. Today's been obviously upsetting to everybody on both sides. The aisle. Your last mic. He just needs to listen more. Yeah, no. I I I I I have nothing to apologize for in the conservative uh, communication world here. I you know I think we've been on a unified front of denouncing what took place today without a doubt it's it's you know as horrible as it is i'm glad to see that people are saying stand down well it's a hundred times more voluble than the democrats were during their riots correct a hundred times i and i think the last caller mentioned um that they worried more about the cause of it yes i heard that too i thought that was an odd thing well Sorry, but you know you can't have it one both ways. Dude. No, you cannot. And anyway, um, I appreciate your show very much. Thank and you. I'm, I'm just I, I don't know where to go next. And, well, you don't have to decide uh, today. That's the thing, Mike. That's the thing. We have to have a longer view. It, we 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 have this ad running, a promotional ad running um, from Barry Goldwater in 1960, saying. We can take back this country as conservatives. I think we can. Let's get to work. It wasn't over in a day. You know, it's not over. in a, We have a lot of rebuilding to do. We have a lot of relearning to do a lot. And we've taken too much for granted. And I think we're waking up to that fact right now that we can't do it anymore. As much as we've been railing against it. I think we've woken up to the fact that, OK, <laughs> you know, we thought we were going to take Georgia back. Georgia's gone the way of Virginia and Colorado and possibly Arizona as far as red to magenta or blue. The left is a strong and powerful force, and it requires a stronger, more powerful one to respond. And we're just, I hope, beginning to understand we've got to open up that box of Wheaties. Be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Antonio in Phoenix. Hello, Antonio. Are you there, Antonio? Hi. Hi, hi, hi Seth. Hi. I am. Hi. Busy. I'm in, in the kitchen cooking. Oh. Actually, you're getting some dinner. It is Seth, that it's time. It's always a, yes. an honor to talk to you. Always an honor to hear from you, sir. I love listening to your show. Thank you. I do have a roadmap on. been listening for you for about the last hour here. Okay. I do have a roadmap, and you are 100% right. We do need to roll up our sleeves. And the good thing is, in my mind, is that conservatives, Republicans, we are hardworking people. We make our money. We are entrepreneurs. We are innovative. We can do this, and we have done it because we, we believe in capitalism. So we make the money. We're not the ones really 
spending the money, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think um, that, um, like the black community, the Hispanics and all them, there is, it's a long, hard slog. We got a long road to change things, but we can do it because um, what's that college um, that's in the morning? Um, what's his name is always, he brings them on, that professor in Hillsdale College. Yeah, Larry Arn probably or someone like that yeah, from Hillsdale. Yeah, see, yeah. We got pe- yes, we got people like that. So we need to start with our colleges. We need to start with the elementary schools. We need to start with the, the school, the PTA. Yeah, I think we've ignored them for right? way too long. Right. So we, we can do it, and we have those. So all we really need to do, I think, is just go ahead and, um, and start investing in stuff like that, you know, whether it's newspapers, um, media, whether it's television shows, um, news shows, um, like Fox used to be. Um, OAN's coming up. and so OAN is, and Newsmax is, yes, and a whole new crop of very mm-hmm. articulate African-American yes. sir, conservatives. Mm-hmm. I think Larry Candace Elder Owens. has hit a stride. Candace Larry Owens Elder. is an amazing figure. Um, yep. Brandon Tatum. Y- yes, I mean, Brandon Tatum, Wilford Riley, the 1776 so Unites can... community. I mean, in that we've never had anything like that. Not that articulate, and not that smart, and not that strong. Now yep. add members of the Senate from Ted Cruz yes, to Josh Hawley. We haven't yes, had sir. and Tom Cotton. I know you may disagree yes, with sir. him on a certain thing over the last week or so, but day in and day out, we. I, could you name me three Reagan senators during the Reagan administration? Uh, no. I remember it was Tip O'Neill because he was the opposite party, right. and they actually worked together. Right. Um, I, I don't. Um, Bob Dole maybe was around. I well, yeah, remember. but was he a Reagan guy? No. 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 But I'm just saying that's the only one. I yeah. Can right. Find right. And no matter good or bad. Right. 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 <laughs> and then also, I want to say that um, um, don't leave out Mark Levin because I listened to. A he's on that. Program. He's on that too. I, he's on the list too. It's a huge list. It's a huge and list. He has a. A YouTube that he put out about a couple hours ago, and it's like a, just a quick synopsis of not so much the fraud and everything that went on, but the process that led to that is what he's saying, the constitutional part that we're kind of all overlooking and not really seeing and paying attention to because of the fraud and irregularities, all these nice little buzzwords. But when he breaks down the four states, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, Pennsylvania, he shows and lays out exactly in like 12 minutes what processes that skipped their legislature that caused really the main crux of this problem. So to me, it's kind of like they cheated. Do we have to out-cheat them? But Mark Levin has an excellent YouTube little 12-minute video for a lot of people listening out there. If you really want to get down to the nuts and bolts and brass tacks of what happened and how it happened, he lays it out in pretty much um, Sesame Street terms because I could understand it. (laughs) No, he's good at communicating from – uh, in a, a complex complex issues and distilling them into calm, uh, right? into apprehensible as well. Is he calm? I don't know if I'd call Mark calm. <laughs> Is mm-hmm. Mark calm? He can be. He can you're be. Right. right. He right. can be. You're right. He can I, be. I, I, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I've bad. known him a yeah. long time. He is. He yep. is as he is. He is a, such up, a nice and good. Can. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in this video, he's calm. Let me okay. put it this way. In this video, it's going to say you and I may have different definitions. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're right. He does. Fired up. I have seen him fired up, and he's funny. Yeah. But I'm calm. This, I'm calm. I, I'm the calm one. Sometimes people say, "Be more like Levin." I'm calm. He's, yeah. He's smart. Well, that's all I had to say. Well, I appreciate it, Antonio, very, very much, and I love call. the optimism. Thank you, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. What else? I mean, we have no choice. 
Right. Yeah, what are you going to do? Right. It sounds funny and all that. What are you going to do? Well, we need to rise up and we need to just turn it around. We can do it. We, we've done it. We, well, we, we did it four the, years ago, you know? We against the, yeah. all odds. We did it four years yeah. ago. And against take it back all to our, odds. To the founding, and if you take it back to the founding fathers, look what they have Yeah. Because of yeah, what yeah. they kept. Yeah. They had their focus, but we just need to stay focused. I'm with you. But once again, and I denounce that 100% what happened today. That's just that's just not us, and I just pray it's that not it's us. One and uh, yeah, to that one caller, I mean, I just don't feel that we, we that that listeners that with a lot of stuff on their mind, it's obvious. I don't yeah. I don't well, like the idea. I don't love this. Thank you, Antonio. I don't love this notion that we have to be compelled as citizens to bark at every incident that's so commonsensical. You know, I remember once (laughs) – this may not be that relevant. I don't know. I just – it's maybe it is. Um, You know, I I invoke Harry Jaffa a a lot, a teacher of mine, Lincoln scholar, Aristotle scholar, Declaration of Independence expert. And I remember at a conference once he gave the speech on natural rights and the Declaration of Independence. And I remember someone in the audience stood up and said – stood up and said – Professor Jaffa, I've heard you speak a lot, but are you pro-life? And he said, of course I'm pro-life. How do you listen to anything I've said about Lincoln or the natural rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and think I'm not? You know, you know I, I, just, I guess my point is this. Um, I think it's incumbent upon leaders, political leaders, to denounce things within their movement when they devote de- de- divert, divulge, divorce from their movement or do things uh, that um, that need and require a unified response. I don't think it requires every single Republican to say something. Um, I don't think it required every Democrat and liberal to say something. What we were complaining against is the leadership of the Democratic Party that wasn't saying anything May, June, July and August. In fact, defending it. In fact, defending it, um, I, you know, we're, 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 when things are common sense, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have to tell Bill that you know our show starts at three o five. It's just we know this, we know this. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Rob, and surprise, hello, Rob. Well, hi, Seth. Um, God, there's so much to talk about. I'm going to try to maintain a, uh optimistic, positive uh, vibe. But uh, before I do, um, I have to mention that I, I did... We have a right to have a day. moment of sadness and dolorousness. We do. We have that right. Well, life's too short, right? But, no, we have yeah, we have the right to be. We do have the right to take a moment to grieve. We do. Well, yeah, I, I grieved and then I was over it. But yep. um, I was. I've been reading Kurt Schlichter's uh, very prescient first novel called People's Republic. Um, I, I'm sure you know the name Kurt Schlichter, and you know Army Colonel. Yeah, he's uh, been a guest on the show. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna get him on our podcast here Good. in a little bit. But you know his first novel, People's Republic, which I think ties in really well with the whole. Uh, afternoon's topic here. He's sort of a Brad Thor meets uh, Vince Flynn meets George Orwell and maybe a side of uh, Tom Clancy. 
Um, he, he has the United States, you know, in about 30 years divided between the blue states, which are both, well, the coast, the west coast, and the northeast corridor versus the red states, which is pretty much everywhere else. And, of course, in the blue states, um, it's very bleak and, you know, dystopian future. Uh, everything's unproductive. Everything's failed. Uh, everything's propaganda. There's food shortages. There's misery. While, again, the elites are sheltered behind walls and protected by goons with guns, except nobody else can have guns. And, of course, there's no God. There's no liberty. Uh, people are just things. And, of course, they blame all of their failures, of which they're everywhere, on, on the red states, whereas the red states are, of course, productive, capitalist, happy, free. There's private property. There's guns. There's God and all that. It's, um, it's very, very scary reading because of uh, the way things have been going. Um, what I had actually been thinking about since your monologue, uh, we were talking about the Declaration of Independence, and, you know, we were talking about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Well, we have life. We have the pursuit of happiness. The liberty thing's kind of in question now. Um, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And I think part of the problem and dilemma and situation we're in is that a lot of Americans don't think that their government uh, is just in the sense that it was illegitimately and illegally obtained. Uh, and the, and thus, the consent of the governed, well, what happens when uh, the government doesn't have our consent, which I think was much of the reason behind uh, everything that's been happening since the election. Um, and then, you know, when we go on to the uh, declaration further, I mean, whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, again, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute a new government. But the problem, and I think this is part of the issue, of course, is, well, uh, they're destructive of these ends. We all know that. And in the long run, um, you know, the people, that's us, how do we alter? How do we abolish it? How do we institute a new government beyond, say, voting? Uh, but what happens when voting has been compromised, which is, I think, the real central issue in this whole election, including today in Georgia, it's almost as though, uh, you know, we'll, I guess we'll have to see, you know, maybe in a year or two with government becomes destructive of those ends. Um, I'm worried about well, the you'd, you'd read, read a little further in the declaration, though, Rob. Read a little further. Oh, yeah. Well, prudence yeah, I mean, indeed will governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And yes. we do this only after what? A long train of abuses and usurpations. We haven't even sworn Biden in yet. This well, may be transient, true. in other words. This may be transient. Well, it, it, it may be. But the indicators, I think, that most Americans who are, you know, either patriots pro-Trump or, or uh, just basically good Americans who believe in things like integrity and honesty and truth and honor and all those silly old-fashioned values, um, I think that's what the worry is. And this is, again, going into the need for, you know, me to run for school board and some other things, even though I, my kids are in their 30s and I'm probably too old, but... I think that that's one of the issues is um, there's there's a general dilemma that Americans aren't sure what to do because they have seen the clear 
corruption and abuse of uh, the electoral process. A portion of them have. A substantial portion of them have. It's not most Americans. It may be 40 or 45 percent of Americans. And probably somewhere in that neighborhood of Democrats thought the same thing of Trump in 20 for the last four years. And I think we have to take that into consideration. And sure, the declaration gives us the reasons and causes for revolution. I don't think we're there yet. Um, is Merrick Garland as attorney general, you know, at the destruction of all natural rights and liberties? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. If you're coming apart at the seams physically, health-wise, boy, the testimonies you hear about balance of nature, I can, I can attest to them myself. I take it every day. I, I credit it for keeping me healthy all this past year, this very, very tough year with a lot thrown at me. And I took it every single day, and I didn't get sick once, and I usually get sick about four times a year minimum. Um, all organic, the fruits and veggies picked at the peak of ripeness, distilled into a vegetarian capsule that you can open. If you don't like swallowing capsules, you can open and sprinkle into a drink or on food just once a day. And you get tens of thousands of vital nutrients from 100 percent whole food plants. They have a great deal. Free shipping and 35 percent off any new preferred order of those fruits and veggies. It's my favorite product ever. Give them a call at 800-246-8751 or go to Balance of Nature. Dot com and use discount code BALANCE. Ken is in Phoenix. Hello, Ken. Hi, Seth. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, um, thanks for taking my call. I didn't hear your monologue, but from what I gather, I it doesn't sound like you think this is the time to be outraged and rebellious yet. Well, it depends. It depends you, what outrage and rebellion is, what you mean by outrage and rebellion. I think it's time to be outraged. Well, I mean, our First Amendment rights are being violated. Our rights to private property are being violated. The federal government and the state governments are, you know, crushing businesses. How long do you think it's going to be before they require documentation for us to pursue happiness and travel around the country, you know, that we've had a COVID vaccination? Um, and, I mean, they've taken away our power to correct this also. Uh, you know, the establishment, I would have to admit, is, has been corrupted on both sides of the aisle, and they're not enforcing the Constitution. They're not upholding their oath to enforce the Constitution. You know, how long is it going to be before we can't get the ammo to, to you know, enjoy our Second Amendment rights? Well, that's a fair question, Ken, but let me ask you this. In your individual circumstance, have your Second Amendment rights been curbed or cribbed or narrowed? Not yet. Only by the grace of God have they not, though. Well, yeah, not, I, actually, okay. I would say this. I okay. would say this. Hold on. Okay. I lived in Chicago. Okay. And Second Amendment rights have been, in my opinion, violated in Chicago. Mm-hmm. To the, to the detriment of the citizens of Chicago who mm -hmm. can't protect themselves. Mm -hmm. What about your free speech rights? Have your free speech rights, you mentioned free speech rights, have they been cribbed? 
Yeah, I think they have for uh, many Americans. You, I, I mean, agree with that. I, I agree with that. I'm asking there. you individually. I'm asking you individually. Yeah, I can't post stuff online that I would, or you know, or I, you know, that's a that's a legal question with the. No, private, it's not a legal question. The, it's not because that that it's it's really it's really not because you said you can't post things online. That those are private enterprises, Facebook and Twitter. That's not a First Amendment question oh, yet. I'm trying on, to make no, it one. I'm trying to make it one. By the way, it's just not there yet. Hold on. Do you think that that corrupt establishment? is going to take away the 230, you know, the 230 uh, safe harbor that they have. I absolutely do not think they're going to. I don't even know if that'll solve the problem, to be honest with you. I mean, I'd like to think it would. I'd like to see them do it, but I don't know that that solves the problem. I'm, I'm more radical than you on this, I think. I'm trying to apply the First Amendment to these things. I know that's even less popular with, with, with most conservatives um, on, on, on the private property side of things. But I think they've become so big that they should be regulated, uh, like, say, a telephone company um, can. But, uh, you know, the, these things are very close right now to being handled civilly. Very close. The precipice of them, very close. I mean, we have the Supreme what Court opinion. Pardon? I guess I don't understand what makes you you say that. Well, the Senate what, being 50-50 would be one example, and the fact that we picked up seats in the Congress and are down by 11 would be a second. And the fact that the presidential race is kind of in dispute is a third. It's pretty close. We're at the precipice here. And we have... You know, maybe not all our kinds of conservatives on the Supreme Court, but we have a center centrist Supreme Court. It's more centrist than it has been in the past. We're close. We're close. We're really close. Some people say 44,000 votes close across the country. Do you think the, le- the elections in many of these states, the, essentially the swing states, do you think they're legitimate, legitimate elections? I don't know. Well, that's that's the problem. Is it? And, and you're, we're not going to know because they won't. The establishment won't let. Let me, that let me be more clear than I don't occur. know. Let me be more clear than than I don't know. Maybe 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 that's too simple an answer for a complex question. I, I think the different the, in in some of these swing states, the cases differ, differ. There's different problems with them, and I think the circumstantial evidence is overwhelmingly clear that there were substantial problems. What I guess I'm trying to say is I don't know if those problems were manifest enough to have changed the election. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I think it's, it's very possible. But, but I also think it's possible that Trump was less popular than we thought. I think that, too, is possible. In other words, I don't think... There is a silver bullet or a shining bullseye pointing to either possibility as the truth. I think both are equiprobable. I really do. That's me, my opinion. Well, well, I can accept the fact that that Trump might have drove people to the polls in on both sides of the aisle against and for him, but I find it completely implausible to put forth that Joe Biden got more more votes than Barack Obama. Why? You <laughs> Well, th- you think that Joe Biden 
pulls people into the. He couldn't. Even no, no, no. I don't. I, I don't think Joe Biden is more popular than Barack Obama. I'm making the. I'm making the opposite point. I think Donald Trump might have been more unpopular than McCain and Romney. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. And I think unless we are open to that possibility, we may be fooling ourselves. And I'm worried about that. I'm worried about it. I'm not convinced of it. I'm just I think we have to be open to it. Maybe all the polls weren't wrong. In other words, maybe, maybe. Thanks for spending some of your day with us today. It's been a rough day, hard day, um, and a day that uh, that changed a lot changed over the course with the news. And more will will know more tomorrow too. I mean, there are now reports coming in about who some of these people might have been that stormed the Capitol. They may not have been Trump supporters. They may not have been. They may not. We'll know more tomorrow. In either case, obviously wrong um i think we have a lot of hard work to do and um if if we think if we think that um it's too hard to go after civil institutions and take them back we once had them if it's too hard to do that i don't think the even harder quest is a good idea yet and it's difficult, more difficult to reclaim some institutions over others, corporations, entertainment, journalism. It's a little less difficult to go after universities and a little less difficult yet to get into back into our elementary and secondary schools. But the mode in which the inevitable comes to pass, as Oliver Wendell Holmes put it in one of his lectures, is effort. Consciously or unconsciously, we all strive to make the kind of world we would like and although we may consider criticism of the past futile, there's every reason for doing all that we can to make a future such as we desire, he said. Effort. Effort. I think that we have a lot of work to do, and I think that we have coasted and shrugged too much. And by too much, I mean to the extent that the left hasn't. And we have to meet them measure for measure. You see what happens when we don't. Until tomorrow, if you didn't get on, I really apologize. I really do. I really do. But we'll get you on tomorrow. God bless you. Class dismissed.